Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Kia and Mika, and you're listening to the, the Ghetto, Ghetto Podcast. Podcast. Hey, so we are back. We was on a hiatus, y'all. Y'all about to get three full episodes all at once. Wait, probably not all at once. No, but, but <laughs> y'all about to get three full ones back to back to back when they come out so one thing i want to highlight is that we're, tr- we're trying the mini soul thing um just to get like bits of information out there that we feel like we just needed to talk about um from now on you guys won't get mini souls as episodes they'll just be bonus episodes because that ain't no episode <laughs> and yeah we just wanted to go ahead and share that little bit of information what you got for me um, I feel like I did so much since the last time that we actually like sat down yeah. and like record. Um, this weekend, damn. What did I do this weekend? I did something fun. Oh, I went out um with my boyfriend and uh he beat my ass and um we don't damn connect for it. We went to Rhythm and Vine. Okay. Oh you found it. Yeah, no, well he knew where the hell it was. It's lit though. Yeah, it's yeah, lit. I like it. Um it was a nice vibe. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I got beat in Connect Four. So. Uh, this weekend I went to a dinner party. Oh. It was lit though. It was um for my sister's best friend. Shout out to Jess on the Press on Instagram. She does bomb laces, y'all. Hit her up. I'm always showing somebody out. But um, yeah, we had her dinner party. It was really fun, you she know. Did. She looked so pretty. Yeah, she nice. was so pretty. But we was having like some real conversations there. Oh. Like I completely forgot about it, but I got like a million pieces of content in my head for me to sit down and write down. But it was it was good. If y'all follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen a clip of one of her friends who were there talking about relationships. I'm like, ooh, girl, let me put you on Instagram. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really fun. And we had fun. It was a nice dinner. I had the, um some white sangria with like oh. this strawberry popsicle in it, girl. It was so what? good. What was it? I uh Del Fresco Grill. It was really nice. We we need to go there. Okay. I like it. I really like it. The food was a one. Yeah. I had um a flaming yon with a crab cake on the top, not the ghetto crab cakes that have <laughs> breaded in it. And oh. it's fi- the, they like took fifteen crabs, grabbed the meat out, bunched it all together with seasonings and whatever the hell they put in there. Put it on the grill, flip, flip, and yeah. put it on top of your food. It was crab, Shanika. Oh, wow. Sorry, y'all, but that food was good. Okay, now I want some crab. Yes. <laughs> okay. But that was what I did on Saturday. Um, yeah, I had a, I was really tired. You, I think you had a, I think you were more booked than I was, because it was... Well, oh, my mom's birthday. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't forget. It's just like, when I think about weekend, I think about hanging out with my mom. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was my mom's birthday, so we had like a little get-together. I got her a cake from Nothing But Cakes. Oh, my God. It was I a carrot one. Place. It was good. <gasps> the carrot was really one is good. like bomb as hell. Mm-hmm, yeah, Nothing mm-hmm. But Cakes. They ain't sponsoring this so season, that was, but... <laughs> that was Saturday, and yeah. then the dinner was Sunday. Sunday. Uh-huh. I, I was this close to going to the office with them, but I was too tired. <laughs> and my sister said they didn't get home until like 5 o'clock that morning. Oh, so uh-huh. I'm like, nah, that life. I had to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my weekend. Oh, sounds like you had an eventful weekend. It was eventful. Oh. Filet me, yeah. No, <laughs> it was eventful though. I had fun. Even I was super, 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 super tired from working though. <laughs> like I... 
Yeah, now you're a extra super duper superwoman working super woman, woman okay? working with me. Yeah. I thought I was having it hard in school and trying to live life. Listen, <laughs> this whole career stuff, y'all could keep it. I might quit. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I might quit. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get into our topic. This week, we are talking about consistency, the art of consistency. Um, I think this really comes from us going to our friend Bonnie's um, yes. event. Shout out to Shout Bonnie Amore on Instagram. Um, she held a, a networking event called Hills. What was it called? Um, Success in Heels and Ties. Mm-hmm. It was a networking event, and we like a whole bunch of people, different people from different walks of life, got together and just got to share what they're out here doing and what they're passionate about. And I feel like me going 100% and saying, yeah, we're going to do an episode about consistency because it was written down. But yeah, it was in the start. The start aligned just, when we were there, yeah, though. We were like, yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it shows, like, how many people were, like, just people out there just out there doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And with no limitations and no barriers for themselves. Yeah. So I really felt like we need to talk about the, 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 part, the importance of being consistent and what else comes with being consistent right because it's not just you hit people say okay you just gotta be consistent what the hell does that mean yeah what does that mean how do you define it for yourself right right so let's go ahead and talk about um oh no let me let me say this because this sounds gonna start like that i was listening to um cardi b cardi b (laughs) i was listening to cardi b and i feel like what really like made me think about it i don't know this song comes on the radio all the time, but when I just heard this, I maybe it'd be a point in my life I was in at that moment. But I heard "Knock Me Down" nine times, and I get up to now. I felt that. I felt it. She felt it in her chest. Y'all. I felt it in my chest, y'all. I was like, "Yes, I gotta go home and talk about being consistent." The art, yeah, that's what I did. So, um, let's talk. Should we talk about what consistency is defined as, like in a dictionary first? Yeah, let's give them some real facts. Actually, no. Let's talk about oh. what we think consistency is and then Daniel, get on the facts. facts. Okay. Since everybody has their own definition. Right, yeah. Since everybody has their own definitions. Do you want to go first? Nah, I don't want to go because now we're talking about it. I'm like, dang, what is consistency? Right. I feel like it is subjective. It is to the person. Mm-hmm. So okay. my definition of consistency might not be the same as yours. Like, right. I feel as though for me, consistency is about making sure that whatever it is you put your mind to mm-hmm. that is your priority that is what you're working towards that is number one on your list i agree i feel like also with being consistent means that you're doing something without it being like a burden you're not doing mm-hmm. it because you have to you're doing it because you want to build on that thing like you want it to become okay. better okay right or like you want it to grow or something yeah. like that. So I like that. In that form. So consistency in the Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> the Oxford Dictionary is conformity in the application of something, typically that which is necessary for the sake of logic, accuracy, or fairness. I'm going to read like all of them because I don't know what the hell that one meant. <laughs> so the second one say the achievement of a level of performance that does not vary greatly in quality over time. Hmm. The last one says the way in which a substance Typically, a liquid holds together <laughs> thickness or 
Okay, we know that. Of the right. banana pudding. But you know what? <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you said consistency of the banana pudding because we don't want some, some, some banana pudding that's over here and thick mm-hmm. and juicy and cream. Right? And sweet on this side and on that side is bland. Yeah. But that's, right. what, that's what I got from the second um, definition you read. The TV quality over time. is not very... So Greatly inc- Oh right, quality, quality over, time. over time. The quality never changes. Right. It's always consistent. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you read it to it like that. Because I was like, bitch, what? I'll be thinking, I'll be thinking, I'll be thinking. Yeah, girl, yeah, the quality over time doesn't mm-hmm. change. And I feel like if the like how I just said the quality may just increase in yeah. or it gets better, I think that's the only change that we should get. But you're yeah. always consistent with what you're doing and what you're providing, right? Right. Yeah. I so agree. let's say let's look at consistency in a way of um providing something of quality of quality continuously right Ooh. now she done rewrote the whole definition y'all, y'all but it, okay but that makes you think about quality different i mean being consistent differently now well now when we say okay what does it mean to be consistent people be like oh to do something over and over and over that's repetition that's repetition that's repetition you you can repeat the same mistake you're going to continue to do something <laughs> wrong nah, I'm good. that's not consistency right well it's consistently being wrong. <laughs> so now I want to think about consistency and when, when people say, oh, you have to be consistent with the gym. You have to, mm. what? That's, to continue to provide, to, to continue it. Wait, you have to continue to provide the same quality over time in the gym. I feel like you build on the quality. Right. So would that be, so I'm going to go this week. Okay. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. This always happens to me, mm-hmm. you know, me in the gym. Okay, as much as I love working out, as much as it is a reward for me when I get in there, my ass just ain't consistent. I, I can be honest with myself about that. I mm-hmm. know I'm not. So this week, this past week, I set out and I was like, was it this week? No, it was actually last week. I said I was going to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning because mm-hmm. I read somewhere, you know, you get up 5 o'clock in the morning, you have this many more days or this much more, right, hours, more hours. Yeah, than I, agree, day I agree. To dedicate to, you know, things that you want for yourself right. outside of your regular 9 to 5 if you work a 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to get up 5 a.m. in the morning. So Monday I was up 5 a.m. I went, I exercised, boom, mm-hmm. got up, went to work, got to work real super early. It was like the first week back to me mm-hmm. i was fine the whole day came home tuesday morning did the same thing again and i was like okay all right i'm getting in the group wednesday i got up and i was like oh literally just rolled out of bed this is day three now come thursday my husband's like no i'm okay mm, slacked off it wasn't mm. the same quality i was giving before uh, the first three days okay thursday right. came around i was like oh, i can go and i started making excuses friday came and i was like okay i'm gonna go i went but I wasn't, I still wasn't. You didn't give that 100%. The quality wasn't there. Yeah. Because the consistency stopped. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like being consistent, you necessarily don't have to give the same amount of effort every time, but you build on it. But once you stop, Mm -hmm. it's hard to get back there. Right. So when you, okay, and that that goes with somebody who has a business who's providing a a product or a Mm -hmm. service. So when you're providing a product or a service to someone, and they're used to the quality being A1, perfect, no issues, okay, this is grade A. You change your vendor or mm. you change the way you're doing something or you slack off on mm. how you're doing it because now you have maybe more clients or more orders coming in. Mm. So it's, you have to get someone who could get you, just get you this product earlier. And then the quality changes. Yes. So that's about being consistent as well. When you're when you have a business and you're providing a service or a product, you also have to be consistent in the way that you're providing that right. service or product. The quality has to be consi- be there, cont- be continuous over and over and over and over. Right. 
or it just goes up. Yeah. Quality you goes improve up. Improve on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, okay. I think the second definition kind of like hit it on the head. Yeah, the second yeah. definition hit it on the head. Um, I know that I, I made a note to talk about persistence mm-hmm. because I said that some people, when they hear consistency, what is it? Doing something over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. What's persistence? Doing something <laughs> over and over. Repetition. Right? Right. Yeah. Repetition. So let's, let's, let's define persistence in our own words first. I'll, I'll go first because I need to do confidence uh-huh. first. Go ahead. Um, persistence for me will mean not giving up on something because you failed. Mm. Just because you felt you didn't stop. You continued to do it until you got to the point where you got it right. And then you still continue to do it until you got to a point where you got better. Then you still continue to do it to a point where you got great at it. Mm. So it's about being persistent to reach something or being persistent in a sense to not just give up because you, you didn't do it right or because it's not to someone else's liking. Hmm. So in different aspects, in different aspects. When I thought about being persistent, I mm-hmm. was I think you asked the question of what's the difference between both, mm-hmm. and I said persistent to me was I'm aiming to get something. Mm-hmm. So my persistency is based on an end goal. There's mm-hmm. an end goal that I need to reach. So I'm persistent of whatever that mm-hmm. is. Now consistency is me maintaining what I didn't gain mm. from being persistent. So mm-hmm. that's how I separated the two. Mm-hmm. Persistence is me. Okay, this is the goal that I'm trying to get over here. I need to continue pursuing that until I get there. Right. So I felt for me, my persistency stopped once I reached mm-hmm. my goal, but you just said that. Yeah, it continues. I was that's my difference for me because I feel like for consistency, I felt like it's just providing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's doing the same thing. Yeah. But for persistence, it's like, okay, you're persistent at something. You just, you want to become greater at it mm-hmm. eventually over time. Like you just, it's just something that you just always want to grow and develop. Yeah. Okay. Like you got the legal definition? Like, okay, for example, um, when people play sports, I'm like, damn, he was persistent. He wasn't good at it. Now look at him. Like, yeah. it, it just continued to grow with persistence. Okay. So let's let's see what persistence is. Hold on, y'all. You know, I was not ready. Okay, so I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so the first definition, continuing formally or, what's that, obstinately in a course of action in spite of difficulty or, or opposition. Okay. Continuing to exist or endure over a prolonged period. See, that's like for the sports. <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 the third one is, wait, I don't think there's a third one. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, just those two. So okay. just, yeah. So I feel like the one I was going for was number two, continuing mm-hmm. to exist or can endure over a prolonged period. Okay. So. Being persistent. Being, no matter, there's, there's not a no obstacle. For you. Yeah. There's no problem. That's true, because there's so much, you know, it's funny. I'm thinking about dudes when they try to, Get a girl. Mm. If they're persistently pursuing somebody, they don't care. They don't about care none of them bears. <laughs> they don't care what they're jumping over. You done said no, nah, shorty. Like, yeah, they don't see, care. he was persistent, not consistent. Yeah. Hmm. Damn, these niggas need to be consistent though <laughs> when they get with you. Oh, but that's my definition. Remember, I said persistence. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, consistency. I need to maintain what I got. Right. Yeah. Right. Ooh, look at you. You got it. You got it. You got it. Um. Okay, so I did t- say I want to talk about um, how being consistent in one aspect of your life, well, like even a minor aspect, will help you to be consistent in other parts of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I did say, um, say you're gonna wake up and make your bed every morning. Yeah. Raise your hand if you wake up and make your bed every morning. Mm. Some mornings, it's just life. Life. I is. told you I rolled out at five o'clock. I don't so. care no more. <laughs> 
oh, well, I'll make when I get home. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I ain't going to make when I get home. I'm going to go into bed and sleep. Mm-hmm. So that bet never gets made. There's no consistency. Yeah. There's no formula for you to say, okay, I do this every day, mm-hmm. 8 a.m., mm-hmm. right? So I feel like starting with something simple like just making your bed when you wake up or always taking the trash out or never leaving dishes in the sink when you, before you go to bed or if you have couch pillows, fluffing the pillows on the couch, like yeah. just something simple mm-hmm. to like show consistency because then you, when you see it, and it's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. What you gonna do? Go and fix, fix it. Yeah. Because your brain is programmed uh-huh. to go in and, and make sure that thing is it's, in its consistent state. <laughs> true. So basically, yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like you know, just starting from somewhere that small will help you be more consistent with bigger parts of your life. Yeah, I think you asked the question to me about like you know, well not asked the question, but stated that you have to start somewhere first, mm-hmm. somewhere small, so that when the big things come, it's not like oh, crap, how do I do this? You've already built that foundation with mm-hmm. this small thing, even if it is making your bed. I'm consistently doing that, so I know that I'm capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. So now when this big thing, whatever it is, if it's saying that I need to dedicate time to prep my meals or something, right. you're consistent in that now because, of course, that takes a lot of right. a, a longer time versus making But you bed. can start by saying, okay, I'm going to... Pack my snacks for work every night. Something small. Mm-hmm. Every night you're going to pack your snacks for work in your, your lunchbox, and then you'll worry about lunch later, but you got your snacks, though. Right. And then you can just always start somewhere small to get to that bigger goal. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're not a workout person and you know you need to do something active, okay, every night I'm going to do 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 squats. That's just where I'm starting at, mm-hmm. just to get myself more physical. Just to start, you're right. And then you build on that. And eventually, I right. feel like because you're consistent with it, and mm-hmm. by definition, it's something that produces quality over time, mm-hmm. you're going to want to improve exactly. or challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. So, okay, it might be 10 for the first week. You're like, fuck, I'm doing 20. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, going to bust out 100. <laughs> okay, no. Just because I want to feel that burn. Like, you may have felt that burn at one night, and you felt good. Mm-hmm. And you want to feel that That's more. The you're going to, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I know I wanted to talk about um, consistency as far as I know we touched on it a little bit, but being more consistent when you're like when you when you're doing something and it may affect the people around you. For example, mm. when you're running a business or for example, we have a podcast, maybe we, the time we set aside affects other people in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, especially I know we record at my home, so mm-hmm. we have Braylon and I'm like, OK, you know what? We have to set aside that time where we, when Braylon comes home, we let him play, do, talk to us. And then, okay, Braylon, you have to go in your room or you have to go sit with daddy until Mm -hmm. I'm done. So it's just, um, what was I saying? Like understanding, like you have consistency, being consistent. You have to put yourself first, but not when it affects the livelihood of those okay, around you. Like, I considered the fact that he's a four-year-old. Yeah. He wants to come home and talk to mommy. And if you see Auntie Nika, he's going to be like, hey, Auntie Nika, like, yeah. I want to play. You want to play? Like, he's going to, we have to give him the time and the space to have those conversations. Yeah. But um, if if that's not the barrier of affecting someone's livelihood, then you have to understand, okay, I need to put myself first now yeah. to produce that consistency. Mm-hmm. Because then I feel like also, um, I, I thank God that, I, you know, my boyfriend is, as supportive as he is, but mm-hmm. I feel like even in relationships or whether it doesn't have to be a um, romantic relationship, it could mm-hmm. be 
relationships with your friends or for your family because mm-hmm. I know back in the day Sundays were the days where I had family mm-hmm. you know that was our days and if I need we needed to have a makeup session and I'm like uh I can't really leave I don't think now I would be in that position where I'd be like no nah, I can't leave because this is something that I want to be consistent with right. I know that this is right. going to benefit me you mm-hmm. and whoever else we're reaching with mm-hmm. the podcast so I feel like it is a priority for me it's not affecting anybody right else. I see y'all every other day god damn it and you know what I want to say if you probably realize in that same instance that that Sunday is always going to be there that right. family is always going to be there this could end if you don't put that that time exactly. and energy into it what, we can lose the audience we exactly. can lose the content we could mm-hmm. the, the rapport won't be there the, right. the connection and energy could change yeah because at the same time because we're a partnership with this, we both have to have that same energy with each other. Mm-hmm. One person can't be like, okay, I'm 100% invested. And then this person like, oh, I'm going to come on that weekend. Right. Like, I'll be, I'll just show up. Yeah. You know, like, nah. it's it's that 100% energy. And I feel like that's why this podcast works for us. Because <laughs> I feel like we say we put the same amount of energy as far as when we come to producing the content. Mm-hmm. We both be here like, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, girl, we align. We align. Okay, we understood each other. <laughs> so... Yeah, right. I agree. Like it, it, it does come, become a point in time where you understand where you need to place that consistency. Yeah, your family's gonna be there every Sunday, and they're not gonna change their routine because you walked away. Right, right. And that's that's growth too. And I think when you're consistent with anything, whether mm-hmm. it's your business plan, whether it's your career, whether it's school, whether it's your family, whatever it is that you're trying to improve, whatever goal you're trying to attain, you're trying to surpass that goal you have to remember to consider yourself first and not necessarily that I'm always being mm-hmm. selfish, you right. know, but is it going to benefit me and the next person in the long run? Mm-hmm. If so, go ahead. Right. Be consistent right. with yourself. Right. Because some people, you know what people do too, when you tend to walk away with something that you were maybe doing consistently, but now you're trying to do something else that will better a situation, they tend to do that guilt trip thing. Well, oh, well, you used to do this with me before and now we're not doing this and it's taken away from X, Y, Z. Okay, it's taken away from X, Y, Z for mm-hmm. now until I'm able to build and work upon it and then my schedule could change because I got this down path. I could come do this in 30 minutes and I'm done. Right. Right? And you can walk out the door. And some people, sometimes people have to understand that as well. But I think we could do our takeaway, right? <laughs> okay. Okay, you know what? I'm going to start with my takeaway is... Okay, my takeaway <laughs> is... Um, be assertive and own who you are and what you do. Period. <laughs> so like I was gonna say something like, else. Period. I thought period. you were. No. Um, I think my takeaway would be remain consistent when it is beneficial to you. I'm not saying be selfish, but if it's something that you want, it's something ideally you want to make sure that you're okay whatever it is you and I in this partnership are okay because at the end of the day our consistency will bring positivity somewhere else I right. don't know how else it's going back something Amen. we don't see right now but it will so go ahead let's go ahead let's go ahead and get into our Streets is talking. Oh, what are they talking about? Mm-mm. You don't want me talking about my streets. Actually, let me talk about my streets real quick. Oh, God. Because, you know, my streets be Debbie Downers. Okay. So, I wanted to oh, know if you God. heard. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to know if you heard about um, that Houston ER um, personnel who 
is now um, admitting that he is a white supremacist. Um, and he's what? referred to patients. Oh, you didn't hear about it. Oh, no. yeah. He's referred to patients as niggers. And um, any negative racial slurs you can think of. And verbally saying it. But the thing that got me was that you're in a position to provide help. Mm-hmm. To service. To regardless people. of exactly. anything that's discriminatory. But here you are. And this is just coming out your mouth. Just, you know, yeah, I did and I did. In what context did he say? Like, was he on a show or something? No, they're, they're actually going to trial or court oh. about it. And he was just like, yeah, no, I did. It's on Sean King's page. I thought, you, I thought I sent it to I didn't him. see it. No. But you know what? Now I'm thinking, does he have the right to feel that way and still provide service to people just because he's... Ooh, I hate to say it, no, bitch. I ain't saying it. No, Bug he's it. not a right. You Bug cannot discriminate. That's discriminatory. It's discriminatory, yeah. But you, it, it, okay. Did it affect the quality of his job? And that's what people are wondering ah, now. Okay. But remember, I told you. There's a side note. There's another podcast on here. I was telling you, um, Doctor Death. It was actually based yeah, on listen to story. it. Right. Mm-hmm. But remember, they were saying it wasn't because he was racist, but yeah, yeah. it was the quality of his his work mm-hmm. was not up to par. Mm-hmm. And here he was still practicing. Mm-hmm. So my thing is now, how far is this going to get that this mm-hmm. is how you feel? What kind of quality services were you mm-hmm. providing to these clients that yeah, came and in? I, I, sidebar again. I, anybody who, ha, who has any type of bias, I don't feel should work in any type of service industry. Let me just make that known. I just asked that question because I want to know, like, mm-hmm. did, did him being a racist affect the people who he was there to care for? You know what? Since since this man that is now sitting in the White House has came out, just you know, I don't. Everybody's stepping at the door. I feel, <laughs> I feel as though you've worked with these people who were racist mm. and did not know mm. because it wasn't something that mm. they were just displaying on Front Street. So it did affect their, you know. Quality Ooh, that they were putting out. About work, but I'm gonna say it when we get off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did it did it affect their quality of work? Did it affect their ability to do their job? Mm-hmm. Possibly not, because you did not know. Does it make you look at them a certain way now and start to guess or mm-hmm. second guess or ch- pinpoint things mm-hmm. or or pay closer attention to things? Probably because mm-hmm. it does for me. Mm-hmm. It does for me, but I feel mm-hmm. as though if it wasn't that, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's like headline now. Like, oh shoot. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. Does it mean that if he's a racist, did it affect how he was? But I feel as though how you feel about mm-hmm. someone, if you feel that way to go and admit that, yes, I did say this and I have, and he's still standing by it, um, yeah. You know what? I was thinking to myself um, and to ask towards you, but just thinking, like, do I personally have any biases or any feelings? Because we both work in the social service industry. So it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no. No, I don't. Like, I'm thinking to myself right now, could I work with someone who is a white supremacist as a client? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. The really? only way that relationship wouldn't work for me is because they don't let it work. I'm glad you posed that question mm-hmm. because... I remember mm-hmm. um, when in grad school, I remember they, you know, they said, you know, be aware of your own biases and be aware of things that, you know, you know, are triggers for you. Mm-hmm. 
and there are some populations that I will not work with. Mm-hmm. And white supremacists or racist bigots, whatever you call mm-hmm. them, was never on my list. I didn't have an issue. And mm-hmm. I've worked with them, and I've never had an issue mm-hmm. with them. They've had issues with, with other people mm-hmm. of color, mm-hmm. but it was never that issue with me. So, no, I didn't. You know what? Maybe they didn't verbalize that issue with you just because of maybe the rapport that you were able to build with them. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% sure they had the issue. Yeah. But it wasn't verbalized. And it, yeah. I feel like if you draw the line at professionalism, then that issue won't be there, you right. know? For you. For, for me. you. And yeah. I feel like I just say, I'm like, damn, do I? I'm like, and I don't even know. I can work. I don't care what you got going on with your life. I mean, if you need some help or you need some help, like, yeah. <laughs> simple and plain. Like, I'm not going to deny you services because you. I knew someone that, um, he like back in the day he mm-hmm. entered he started a new field and he said he remember his co-worker said to him that they were listening to the radio together mm-hmm. and his co-worker said to him someone on the radio mentioned or used a negative term nigga mm-hmm. and he looked at him he was like um you straight and he looked at him he was like yeah i'm not a nigga so it don't affect me whatever you want to listen to and he just kept on going and i was just like wow mm-hmm. Back then, I was like, oh, hell no. Chile. <laughs> you going to change the station? Right. And he was just like, no, it didn't affect me. And I just kept on about my day because I was there about my money. I ain't worrying about you. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Well, okay. hey. Okay. So, but that was my... Girl, you see how her streets is talking, talking to <laughs> some, some politics shit. Do I'm we even sorry. need to talk about hood politics? No, that's what I said. Exactly. She, she had the hood politics, y'all. So we reversed the roles today. Now we're going to get to, into some streets is talking. That's why she don't let me do nothing. Uh, girl, because I told you. <laughs> but, look, yeah, that's our hood politics. Okay. So, um, because they talked about court and all. So, yeah, there we go. I want to talk about Popeye's. <laughs> I want to talk about the fact that we really went out here and made them $26 million in the last, what, three days? Stop it. Bet. No. Yes. They, they went up. Oh, my God. They went up by um, twenty. What I said, twenty six million. million. Yes, girl. They out here banking their coins off of people going crazy over their chicken sandwich that we could go and get from Chick Fil A. <laughs> but we're not going to support Chick Fil A. Why? No. Okay, we're gonna leave that alone. Mm-hmm. But we ain't supporting Chick Fil A. But yeah, so that's really it about Popeyes. I'm just, I'm just so like, it's crazy how much money we just put into someone else's pocket that we could have. Put into our own community, into our black businesses. But you know what? Twenty-six million. I think everything's just a fad, so people mm. just follow the trend, and that's kind of that's twenty-six million that, that we could have circulated right here. Yeah, fad, it trended that out. Could somebody go make a chicken sandwich and sell that bit? Not that's so, that's so crazy because if we were to say, okay, boom, we're adding a chicken sandwich to our menu, we're not gonna get twenty-six million that day. Mm-hmm. But think about the Pasta. brand, though. exactly the because brand. of the brand. Mm-hmm. That's what sold it. That's crazy. You know, that's how I feel about kid people who go out and buy their... And I feel indifferent. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm about to put my foot in my mouth when mm-hmm. I say this. But this is how I used to feel about people who used to go out of their way to buy their kids these shoes. I agree. And that then, come out on that same day and they stand in line for 30 hours to get some $200 pair of sneakers? I would never. Okay. That's just... That's just Braylon Daddy probably do it. <laughs> no, but like he'll get him some shoes, but right. it'll be like something he like. Oh, okay, but I feel to the black chair, you know, like he ain't gonna stand in the line outside for thirty hours. <laughs> that's that's just you know because of that's brand, crazy. But, but twenty six minutes. Have you tried it? 
Did what? I buy a ticket? Girl, no. Oh, okay. You did? No. No, I'm not about to spend money on that. <laughs> I'm not. I, I will go and, 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 and buy some of those meals that we just talked about. Oh. That Bonnie had. Yep. Yes. That's what I was going to spend my $20 on. Yes. I'm all for supporting the black right. businesses. Right. Okay, where you at? That's probably tastes better than that damn high blood pressure chicken sandwich anyways. Anyways, um, should we do, you know what, let's just end the, the streets of talking there because <laughs> we really went in on the first one that was really a hood politic. I'm sorry. That, we flipped it. That, we flipped it. Per yeah. yard. So, okay, what is next? We skipped the hood politics. A million ways to get it. Yeah. I'm going to let you do yours. She never does a million ways to get it, guys. Oh. So she has the one. I'm going to let her share her million ways to get oh, it. Because sit, Oh, God. No, because it was on the wrong page. Unprepared. Don't even do because I didn't think he was going. That's not consistent. Oh Jesus! You're not consistent. Here she go. Here she. Okay, okay, okay. You got it. Okay. Okay, so I started following like for probably like a long time now. Yeah. So um, it's this page on Instagram. Um, it's luxurious credit. I'm gonna shout it out anyways. It's not sponsored, but it's L U X U R I O U S credit. And she pretty much gives out like tips on how to build your credit, get out of credit debt. So this one that she has was um, learn to deny yourself credit. And pretty much it was like three things that she went into, well, actually four, um, about saying no to credit, like credit cards. Mm-hmm. So the first one was no matter how good, saving 15% on your purchases, applying for your favorite department store card may sound good, don't be afraid to tell the cashier no, thank you. Nine times out of ten, she doesn't have a store card either, mm. right? The second one was shred those credit card pre-approval letters that come in the mail. You don't need that kind of drama in your life anyways. Mm. Um, and don't ball out just because you receive a credit limit increase on your credit card. Accept the Ball-in. credit limit. Increase with grace and bow out. Credit limit increases are a good look for your credit report and score, but it doesn't mean you have to use it. And if you do, use it wisely. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. last one, it says, if you know you're suffering with credit card issues, save yourself the embarrassment and explaining, don't apply for anything else until you get your credit right. Amen. So deny yourself and don't wait for a loan, a lender to give you a loan to fix it because then you're just pretty much putting yourself in back in that position. Yeah, you still have to pay that money back. Yeah, so it's okay to say no because at the end of the day, why you need more help right. and headache on top of what you already got? I know I did say something to you earlier about like how I got that um, $1,600 credit card. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I didn't use it not once. It's okay. just It just increased my credit availability and decrease my balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that's. I guess that's what she meant by accept it, accept it. and don't use, don't it use it because it looks good on your credit. Yeah. So basically, that's what I did. So I'm listening. I'm mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. But that was my million ways to get it. Okay. Okay. So let's go ahead and get to our positive quote on a positive note. A positive quote on a positive note. Do you have one? Yes, I do. Oh, she ready? Cause I ain't got one. <laughs> okay, but this was one that we heard at when we went to. Bonnie's event. Ooh, um, her I have sister, lots of No, don't steal mine. So her sister um, was giving us um, some positive quotes on. Um, she was speaking about public speaking and how to achieve your goals. And one that she said that stuck with me was, "You sow where you want to go, and sow where you want to grow." Mm. So meaning, wherever it is that you feel that you need to be, you need to invest in that. So be consistent in that. Be persistent. If it takes you staying up 
three hours out of the day after you get off of these people nine to five, stay up those three hours. And it says, so where you want to grow. So if you need to invest time in buying a ticket to go to a networking event, go, network, sell yourself, brand your business, or whatever it is your brand is. I have one from there. <laughs> go ahead. I even comment on your shit. I said, I got one from there. Let me just say, let me just say real quick. I, I remember it was like the journey from point A to point B is important. Amen. Simple and plain. Stop trying to skip steps. Stop mm-hmm. trying to go from point A to point A minus B squared equals C squared. Like we're not going to, I'm giving y'all math, but we're not going to do that. Is it? Oh shit, okay. That's all I remember. But yeah, like stop trying to skip steps. Go from point A to point B. It's so important. What you're going to learn and what you're going to gain from that experience is more important than anything else that you feel like you could skip over because you got this down pat. You don't got it down pat because you don't know the work and the commitment it takes to, you know, get where you got to go. Right. Right. (laughs) But yeah, that's it, y'all. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. (laughs) This has been another episode of of, of the Ghetto Podcast. The Ghetto Podcast. See y'all next week, guys. Bye.